Welcome to the Big Kickoff League of Ireland podcast with myself, Roy Shanahan, and I'm delighted to be joined today by new Treaty United manager, Tommy Barrett. Tommy, welcome to the Big Kickoff League of Ireland podcast. Cheers, Roy. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Now, listen, I want to talk about the football. I want to talk about the city and the coach and among other things. Firstly, I want to congratulate you on getting the job. You must be delighted to get the job. Uh, yeah, look, it's great. So just hopefully we get on good and grass now as soon as possible and and uh, get going. That's the most important thing, you know. <laughs> now, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because it's a League of Ireland job. You're League of Ireland manager and yet Treaty United are not officially in the league. Where does that stand at the moment? Yeah, I, they're still waiting to hear on the licensing process, you know. So, um, seem fairly confident. Uh, the board seems fairly confident. Um, but again, nothing has been confirmed. So I suppose they, they've they've hired me as manager of the football club, and if, if the academy is up and running as well, you know, I'll I'll be in there. And um, if you don't get a senior license, uh, I'll be in there working with the underage teams as well, um, helping out with the academy manager and that. So, you know, I, I'm committed to to Trinity United at the moment. So whatever happens, uh, I'm going to be there working with them for next year anyway. Great. And what about player wise? Where does that stand? Have you got a squad? Have you got anyone? No, because I've identified a few, uh, I, you know, out of contract lads, you know, that from League of Ireland lads, obviously, and um, you know, I've touched base with them, but it's it's like it's a, it's a crazy conversation to have because look, lads, I might have a team, you know, uh, we might get in, um, uh, so it's really it's, it's mad. Like, and like there's a, there's a couple of lads like even from the local area in Limerick, like they kind of went earlier, like like the Cove and, and uh, a couple of other teams as well and they were on to me is anything happening here and I said if you, ha- if, you ha- if you have something offered you have to take it like you know because it might not happen I, I didn't want any young player in particular waiting around uh, and then next you said oh, Tommy told me that you know we're going to have a team you know that would be awful like so obviously the players are the most important thing so I'm not going to to get players to hang on for something that might not happen but you know 3D obviously the board seem very confident that we're going to get it and they've met all the criteria and and hopefully the decision is made as soon as possible the sooner the better you know yeah okay we, we won't make this I suppose we could do but we won't make this about the FAI and, and our, uh, some of their failings so we will uh, it's all about uh, Limerick in this and, and Treaty United and so what does it mean to Limerick as a whole to have a League of Ireland club back in the sea yeah look I think it's important to, uh, to get senior football in the city and and Look, I'd imagine everyone in the, in the country or most uh, teams in the country would want a strong Limerick team, you know. And in fairness, the FEI, they probably want it as well. You know, you don't know what's going on in the background um, in there, obviously. You know, there's, there's other there's other um, entities that are looking to get in as well. And I, I'd imagine that, you know, due diligence has to, to be done on treaty and um, Irish Sea and, and obviously Shamrock Rovers were, were great in the division last year as well so I think it's important you know that we don't we don't hammer anyone either because we don't know what's going on in the background and you're right there so um, but it is so important for, for Trini I think and, and Limerick City and the, the Midwest region you know because we we have you know we've put junior teams down here and we we the football football and city in the region. There's a lot of soccer being played in the region. A lot of a lot of um, good groundwork being done by grassroots club as well. Grassroots clubs. We've a lot of good clubs in the in the in the whole region actually. Um, and we, we would pull from 
from Clare, North Tip, North Kerry, uh, obviously Limerick, Limerick County. Uh, so we have we have a North Cork as well, you know. So we have a, we have a big area to cover, and we'll be looking to pull players from those, from those areas, you know. So it's very important, and hopefully we can get a senior team because, as you know yourself, you, you can have underage teams and all that, but people want to go and watch a senior team on a, on a well, even on a live stream at the moment, but. When you get back into the market field, the place will be buzzing, hopefully. Yeah, and we need teams all over the country. It can't be confined to certain areas of the country. And it's been actually nice to see a few more clubs uh, sprout up around the country, but uh, that, that'll be seen soon anyhow. You were the manager of Limerick in the final season in the league. Do you notice a day-to-day difference between Limerick FC and Treaty United? Is there a different approach? Um, there's a bigger board, you know, and, you know, obviously my time with Limerick, you know, was, I was two, two years as, as senior manager there and it was tough going because, you know, we got relegated from the Premier League and there was serious lack of, of finances and, um, it's the same in the first division and it's, it's hard, you know, yourself in the modern game, you need, you need money to run it. And I think, you know, the previous, um, in Limerick FC, it was difficult because there was, you know, one man running the show there, and you know there was there was very little support. Um, so there was there wasn't a big board, should I say, around him. Um, whereas, you know, Treaty seemed to have put in a, a good board. Um, they've you know experienced people of running um, companies and and high level companies there, uh, and you know Con Murray, the chairman, is a former city manager as well. So. You know, so to to run businesses as well, so that's important. Brilliant. And what are the expe- expectations of the board from you and the team this year or, or over the next few years? Ah, yeah. Well, look, it'll be the first year, year one, and obviously it'll be at this late in the day, it'll be an it'll be an amateur team, it'll be a sustainable model. So we'll be starting from the ground up, and I'm, I'll be very much focused on youth development. For, you know, there's no point in us getting the first team right if we haven't got the underage right down below. So it'll be a, it'll definitely be a long-term vision, a long-term project that we have to buy into because we haven't been um, successful in over 40 years in, in Nimerick. You know, in the Premier Division, obviously we had the first division there recently. We won a couple up and, up and down in the last number of years. But, you know, we have to build... Like, Limerick Senior Soccer has been in turmoil for years now, you know, um, as long as I can remember. Um, kind of nomadic existing at times in the market field out of it for so long and played in Jackman Park you know played in Hogan Park um, so we've got to get that uh, steady pair of hands and, and hopefully build a proper club that people can be proud of and, and, and a club because of uh, recent times and a club that is stable as well that, that, that there's no fluctuations within the club it happens an awful lot in the League of Ireland where you'll have booms whether that's because there's too much being uh, spent on the team and they're they're overachieving and then you, of course you, you flatline then or, or start to go under like Limerick did uh, so there needs to be not just on the pitch but a sense off the pitch as well Definitely uh, Roy I think that's the most important thing like I don't want um, this board, like you know, pumping money into the first team, and they won't do it anyway. But I just would, I, like, for me as a Limerick man, we have to get it right now at this stage. And you know, you can't just throw money at the first team and and have nothing right anywhere else. So that's why I'm glad that it's it's going to be an amateur team, and we're going to have lads that want to play for the, you know, play at the next level. And and you know, it won't be, you know, it won't be uh, financially 
brilliant for them, you know, but it gives them a platform to, to play at the next level and maybe go on to further things. And, you know, we that that must must be our model for for the next few years is to is, can we get players to play at the highest level, whether whether that's with three United or elsewhere. For me, that's a success. You know, it's all about the players and getting them there. And that's what we'd be looking to do is get those young players um, building on their careers and hopefully get a competitive team in, in the next couple of years. Yeah, um, I think most people would be surprised if Trinity don't get into the first division. So, how does a new club settle into the first division? Do you set a goal at the start of a season or or not? Yeah, I've been thinking about that one actually. It's a good question. Like, I would have set goals in the past and. Like I was asked for goal setting at one stage, you know, earlier in my career and in my management, and you know, you're targeting points here and you're targeting points there, and you're you're targeting your overall finish. But the more I've taught it and read up on things, and you know, thinking about things, so you know, you're constantly thinking about football even when you're out of it. I probably wouldn't set goals on on um on a team like like because again because you're you're probably setting limits then you know and you're limiting yourself in many ways because when you when you particularly when you're an amateur team like you what are you only going to say so oh, we'll get 20 points you know or 15 points or whatever that's a negative in itself straight away so i think with a team going into the first division and with the primarily is going to be young players and you know hopefully you get a few experience and you, you can't set limits because i think if you're setting limits you're probably coming and, and goals you're probably coming at it from a, a negative mindset straight away you know yeah you need to give them a bit of freedom and, 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 and not too much pressure probably on the first season I, I always think we should be producing more quality footballers in this country than we do the excuse that we're a small country and we're expected to produce not to produce as much as the larger countries uh, it never really washes with me we have I think it's about 100,000 players in this country under SFAI if we can produce 20 players for the national team then at the t- and top level players then there's probably something wrong with our coaching system so how are you and the coaching staff going to produce quality over the next 5 to 10 years yeah again it's another good question I would have uh, a big issue on that and I agree with you completely on the culture in this country the culture from a very early age is like I have a young lad now he's, he's 9 and I, I watched a lot of under 9 matches last year before the pandemic and you know, a bit joining it as well when when you got to to go back. So I'm looking at it and I'm looking, and it's all about the teams. You know, even at eight, nine year olds, and six year olds, and seven year olds, we we don't focus enough on the individuality uh, too much or uh, too early uh, enough in this country. You know, it, it's about the team. I don't know is it coming from, you know, a crossover from our, our culture and our history that, you know, we're all united together and you know we're where the GA was, you know, very much so so an, an amateur organization and it transferred over to the soccer early on. Mm. But we're not we, we need to develop professional players, we need to focus on the individual, you know, and I think from an early age I'm watching amateur teams and it's just about the team and it's about winning and it's about whether it's winning for the team or it's winning for the club. It's just about winning too soon and too early. Of course you want to win. But I think it's at the it's at a detriment when we're not focusing on the individual skill levels and the individual talent from an early age. And, you know, we're playing games and, and, and matches way too early, you know, and 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 competitive games way too young. And, and that culture and mindset, in fairness, the FBI have done a good job there introducing it all, but 
it's not down to them, it's the coaches. It's, it's, it's the coaches need to get that right, you know. Yeah, the dog seems to agree, so... Uh, we're, Sorry, we're Roy, I just... <laughs> <laughs> will I just leave him out there? My, my young lad left him in, and... Oh, my God. Go Sorry, I'll give him one second. No, Roy. problem, go on, shoot. Apologies, Roy. Right. He's happy, didn't he? It's all right. We've had all sorts of pets in this podcast, from between parrots, cats, and dogs. It's 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 nothing new. Uh, listen, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're going along the lines. That's something that I would be uh, agreeing with. League of Ireland clubs generally receive players at probably 12, 13, 14 years of age and that's way too late to define their technical ability uh, which needs to be started in their single digits. So again, how will you? How will yourself and Treat United address this? Are you are you happy to receive them at teenage years with, with, with youth level or will you just go that little bit forward or maybe work with clubs outside which are coaches or, or just to try and help? You know, technical ability is, is the key to sort of patience of a player on the ball, uh, confidence, being comfortable. Yeah, no, we've, we've identified that as well. We've spoken to the board on that. You know, it's, it, that is definitely in the in the short term plan. You know, it won't be obviously getting the team on the pitch is, is the most important thing and getting the license this year. But certainly, we'd be looking to to build strong links with leagues and clubs and put in a long term plan to to work with their you know probably a community uh, club plan where coaches go out and you know the, there is a plan. I think I see a few League of Ireland clubs have introduced that around the. The country now, you know, God, we have a program as well introduced recently, and they're getting good results. So, you know, we definitely will be looking at that. You have to get them younger, and we have to be have some kind of uh, impact on on the technical ability. I totally agree with you there. It's very, very important that we get them early and get into a mindset where it's about the individuals early on. Definitely. Yeah, and and so. To do all this, especially when you're going up with the, with the kids in their teenage years and, and and leading into a senior team, and of course for the senior team, you have to have proper facilities these days and if you're going to be serious about your club and their chances. So what facilities do you have to work with now down there? Yeah, well, we, we've built strong links with, you know, uh, the colleges, LIT and CUL, and, you know, we, the women's are training in UL at the moment, so... We'll be looking to, to train with the colleges. Uh, I'll train, use their facilities for now and, and build strong links with them and maybe partner up down the line if we can in some way as well. Um, and then the, obviously the market field, we're going to be playing on the market field as well, which is it's a great facility. What are the challenges though for, I suppose you're an amateur club, you're probably not even semi-pro, but what, what challenges are you going to have now this year uh, at that level? Well, it's a big worry, obviously, right? Because, you know, we haven't got um, players with experience and a lot of those are gone now. We'll have left playing in Galway. Um, you know, there's some lads in Dublin, it's, you know, as far as up at Finn Harps and, you know, other lads have gone to England. Like, so, as you know yourself, in Dublin, there, there's a big pick and you have a, a, an inter-senior league as well where you, can, where you can pull from players where down here. Um, there isn't that level in between. You know, it's junior soccer where obviously you're going to get some good players um, and there is probably some lads still around that, you know, from the region um, that that are that have League of Ireland experience, and it's going to be a very competitive and difficult first division. So, it's you know, it's going to be tough. There's no doubt about that. But all you can do is, is, is be positive and, and get as good as probably athletic team on the pitch as quick as you can. Um, uh, and that's you know you you haven't even got a time to prepare tactically, physically, 
you know, technically, you know, all those things. So you have to go for players probably at the start that, you know, are look after themselves and they might not even be, you know, the most technically players that you're going to be looking for um, straight away because you, you have to put an athletic team on the pitch just to probably uh, compete, you know. Um, so you just got to get, get to the best you can. It's going to be tough. It's going to be extremely tough, but... You know, you have to go into it with a positive mind frame and uh, and get as many results as you can because the last thing you want is, is getting hammered every week. So we need to get some lads with experience and um, some positive young lads that, that can, you know, make an impact, hopefully. Yeah, and I think with the first year, I know we were talking about setting goals and there's probably no need to, there is no need to set goals in the first year because you're going to be finding your feet. You really have to just try and... Uh, build I suppose this is a building process so over the next say three years what's success for Treaty United and what's the success for yourself yeah I think is you know again without setting too many goals it's it's it's, it's probably the off the field stuff where you're creating the, the links and building a strong core fan base and creating the links with the universities and the LITs and you know identifying your own training grounds and um, and not having that as cost factor, building the, the underage system, um, building links with the school by clubs in the region, producing that producing players, getting them into first team, and being ultimately then three or four years time, it's getting competitive, uh, you know, challenging, you know, mid table up up the table kind of, you know, uh, playoff positions maybe three to four years time. That's that's what you got to look at, because you, 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 it, it has to be long term. Because again, as I said, there's no point in the first team having the best facilities and the under thirteen team training the cow patch. You know, it's, it just can't do that. Um, and I and I personally wouldn't wouldn't like to see that, and I wouldn't um, I wouldn't allow it. To be honest, you know, I just wouldn't allow the um, the, the first team to get. The funding, if if the underage wasn't being looked after, because I just don't think it's right. Because we have to get a sustainable model in place, and it, it's very important that we look at the big picture now. Yep, Tommy. Listen, I wish you all the best of luck. I wish Treaty United all the best of luck. Not just for Limerick, but for the league itself. The ne- league needs stable clubs uh, that can make a difference uh, within the football community around the country. So, best of luck this year. Thanks, Roy. Appreciate it. Take care.